Welcome to The Power of Me, creating meaningful success for female leaders who already have achieved success, but still suffer from self-doubt, comparison, competition, and are looking to transform their mindset. Here's your host, Tracy Crossley. Greetings. How are you? I am back again with The Power of Me, Creating Meaningful Success. This is episode 17, and I thought this is a pretty interesting topic. So here we go. Do I need to recognize being a female leader in a patriarchal society? Right? Society. Okay. So always, always, always the media, all of us, we're coming up with new buzzwords, right? A new enemy. And in reality, of course, this is not a light bulb moment to say we live in a patriarchal society. We've lived in one, right? All of our lifetimes here, we have lived in one. It is, however, an issue to be pissed about it in a proactive manner, right? Because the media gets you going. It gets you feeling like, oh my gosh, I've got to do something. How are we going to win the battle? And that doesn't really solve the problem. Being pissed off to some people means that all of a sudden they're going to get up and they're going to do something about their position. But the truth is, you should want to do something when you're inspired and not chase after and fight windmills. Literally, there's no purpose. Fighting, the word fighting, is historically what people do and it's a pattern. We fight for what we want, believe, or need. And the fight or struggle never ends. To me... I got no interest in remaining in a fight. As a female leader, nope. There are so many other creative ways to live and not make it about, oh, geez, the patriarchy is winning. It's not going to solve the problem. And so we also have to look at the fact that a patriarchal society includes women, right? But it's up to us to change our relationship to what it means And in looking at what fears keep us playing small when it comes to living in our society at the moment. So there's a fear, of course. Otherwise, we would not look for tales, stories to tell ourselves when it comes to the odds against us. Because you can look it up. Just do a Google search, right? Women in the workplace, female leaders, and all the crap that they say is against us. And to me, that's just a bunch of excuses, and I don't want to let any of those excuses hold me back. In fact, for years, I really struggled with the idea that women had it different because I just refused to look at it. I really did. And then when I started looking at it, I said, there's just got to be a better way. There has to be. And there is. Because let me get into the introduction here. Being a female, we have a choice. We can be a victim of circumstances or do something about it. And I am not talking about a victim of violent crime, okay? (laughs) Because that's a whole other episode. I am talking about circumstances. And the problem is, this is another historical thing, being a victim of circumstances, basically the damsel in distress. The female is fragile. The female is not as smart. And other demeaning statements. And to operate in a patriarchal society that can have you believing you need to operate by the rules of the patriarch. But you see, when you want to change something, you need to learn what rules you live by because you may have taken rules from society and interjected them, because that's what we do, unknowingly, 
and you believe they're your rules, but often they're not. And really, they can just be tossed away as far as I'm concerned. But again, I don't want to speak out of turn here. But a lot of us, we get into these places with ourselves and we don't realize that we have power. And so we think rules that someone else created are what we need to follow. And they're just not. I mean, obviously, you're not going to go out and rob a bank or do something like that. By coming from your own intrinsic motivation, that is the game changer. You need to dig deep into what motivates you. And that is where true inspiration is. And in our go, 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 busy, busy, busy society, a lot of us ignore it. A lot of us just don't want to go that deep. We're too afraid of our feelings. We're too afraid of what lurks there. And you know what? The problem is if you never, ever excavate that and get close to it, you're just going to keep operating how you always have. And how can that ever be satisfying, whether it's a patriarchal society or whatever kind of society you want to call it? So where true inspiration is, and that means when you focus there rather than on what you perceive as obstacles, it is a game changer. You can see focusing on obstacles is what history has done. Why are we going to repeat history? History says it's the thing to do, but then we just go about repeating history rather than forging our own path. So it keeps us from being the unlimited abundant leader. It keeps us in scarcity. It keeps us with very few options, but to fight an enemy that isn't really an enemy. So that's just what we do. That's what human beings do. Not just women, men do it too. We just keep doing the same shit different day. We are stuck in patterns. And the more you recognize that, and that is part of why most of us are not happy because we're not really living. We're just, again, we're stuck in patterns. So the problem is until we want to get out of that, nothing is going to change. So really to have things be different, what you do and what you focus on needs to be different. Perception must shift as to what you believe you're capable of to become unlimited, to be from a position of power. You see, most women do not realize the power inside, the inner wisdom that says there is a different way that is far more effective than fighting a patriarchal ruled society. Is this a problem or problems? Well, of course, it's a problem when there's an external enemy in our mind as though it has all the power and it leaves you powerless. Women are so much more than we give ourselves credit and comparing ourselves to men or other women is never inspiring. Does that ever inspire you when you beat yourself up? Hell no. That doesn't make you get up and go, okay, I'm going to go do this. Whatever it is that you want to set your mind to. That's supposed to give you, let's say, a pleasurable goal. A goal that you would love. How is it, if you're always comparing and competing, that you're going to enjoy the journey there? It is motivational to look at why your goals are important to you and if you believe in them. The problem is most of us do not believe in our bigger goals. We don't believe we're going to arrive unless somebody hands it to us on a plate. I was going to say a paper plate, but that'd be kind of cheesy, right? So maybe on a gold plate, <laughs> on something of value. I don't know. Okay. So the problem is that you just don't believe that you can ever arrive there. We don't believe we can have the bigger things and therefore we play small. That's a problem. And when we play small, we get stuck focusing on struggle, which leads us nowhere. It keeps us in repetition. And it's the issue that women leaders to need to wake up from. 
no fighting fire with fire because that just creates more fire. Like, one of the stupidest statements ever, right? <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to go in and battle you with what you're battling me with rather than being smarter than that, right? But of course, these are societal rules and societal statements, and therefore we just keep repeating them without really thinking, what are they saying, right? So what's the wake-up statement? You don't have to fight like a man. Instead, value yourself and make choices in alignment with your goals that aren't based in sacrifice, struggle, or pain. Oh yeah, let me tell you, that's the road to go down. So let me share a little bit about myself because I know a lot of people that are listening may not have heard of me before or are not aware of anything about me, but that's why I interject a little bit into these podcasts to give you a little background. So for me, for years, I fought like a man. Like literally, I was like a guy. I actually was told by men in business I should have a dick. So I competed with men in business and I always felt when I was young that I was one of the guys. I literally had that as my focus, okay? I had little respect for men in business. A lot of that came from the sexual harassment and some came from the fact that I was raised by a father who did not respect himself. So I never had anybody who stood for me. I didn't know what that was. I had to stand for me and I could be pretty tough because I always felt like I was alone. And therefore, I looked to men as the power position because when I was growing up, my dad seemed to have the power position. My mom just complained all the time. You know, she didn't really want to be, I guess she wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, but she didn't want to be powerless. She wanted her husband to do exactly what she wanted him to do. And I'm not saying that that is right, because frankly, to be in a relationship with someone, they need to be them, you need to be you, and there really should not be this issue, regardless. My mentality was very male, very logical, very no fluff, but I was always about humor too. My point was I competed and this did not work in terms of me getting to where I wanted to go. I didn't get anywhere in my career that I truly desired if I really was honest with myself. Even though I achieved my last role was as a vice president. Okay, big deal. And then I've been an entrepreneur for the last 15 years. I was always an entrepreneur. I mean, I went in and out of corporate and in and out of owning my own business, different businesses. The point being for me was I held myself back without realizing it. I blamed situations until I understood that disempowered me to blame anything and anybody. That's why blaming the patriarchy doesn't do shit for you. So, you know, for me, it was to play, not to play with someone at their own game. And that took me years to get like, oh, I don't have to play this game with them. It was for me to understand why I was in a game. Who placed me there? I did unknowingly, but I did. And this ended up being an issue for me because I was never on the team. I stood alone and I felt it. Like I said, I stood alone when it came to a stance of, well, I'm me, I got to protect me, all that kind of crap. But I didn't understand how to be part of a team because I didn't trust anybody. And I sure as hell didn't trust myself. So when it came to women, I didn't really compete. Instead, I had to address my awkwardness. I had awkwardness when it came to women. Really, I did. Even though I had female friends, I always had male friends when I was young that I felt I could be more myself. But in reality, I wasn't more myself. I was so full of crap. So when it came to that, I really had to look at my own insecurities and the judgments I had about myself. 
So I don't know how much you can relate, but I'd love to hear. Leave me a comment somewhere. So what's the solution to this? What's the solution to living as a woman in a patriarchal society and being really sick and tired of it and feeling like something just got to change? Well, it is always your choice and it's always about you. I always say it's all about you because you know what? That's where the power is. If it's about someone else, there's no power in that. So your choice is to feel that there's an overwhelming obstacle that you need to overcome or somehow make a focal point. And it's not to beat what is outside of you. You don't want to beat that. You're not going to fight it. It's to have a relationship with what is inside of you first and then make your decisions from there. It's so important that you do this and you commit to that relationship and that you see you need to forge your own road. So pay attention when you make a choice, literally making a choice. You want to come from that place. Are you choosing for or against yourself? Most of us don't even think about this. We'll agree to stuff and go, why the hell did I say I'd do that? And feel like crap about it and go along with it. And then you're resentful, right? So that is not going to your inner wisdom. That's going along to get along. So let's say you say no, and then you feel guilty and you have all of those kind of emotions. That means you need to develop the relationship with yourself. That's another thing that I help women to do. My, as I've talked about, my beautiful bitchin' ass website <laughs> has business programs on there. And I also do consultations. So if you need a consultation, they're, they're not free, by the way, just in case you were thinking, oh, free? No. Uh, <laughs> that is something that is not on there. And that's why I bring it up, because that is something I'm just starting to mention now, because I find that a lot of women just want to have an hour with me to begin with and then decide, okay, I got a lot from this hour and let me see what else I need. And therefore, to me, it's a great start if you haven't worked with me in the past. All right. So again, with this choosing of yourself, you need to say no, thank you or yes, please, but it needs to resonate with you. You need to know how you feel about it. You need to know your why. And that is how you're going to start the evolution. You see, women need to use their creative faculties, and that is why focus matters. Focus on what you have in terms of ideas, knowledge, and opportunity. You create it by embodying empowerment, not fighting for something you already possess. That is key. So again, just get familiar. And, and here's the thing. I'm not giving you a ton of tips because you really just need to focus on one thing right now. Is my yes really a yes? And is my no really a no? How does it feel? What does this do for me? Who am I doing it for? If I'm not doing it for myself, I'm screwing myself. When you do things for yourself, you have gas in your tank. When you do it for other people without gas in your tank, you're people pleasing, you're manipulating, you're not actually being real. And I'm just putting that out there. Okay, so, and we all want to be real because you know what? The freedom you get in living that way is amazing. You don't have limitations then because you now have freedom and that makes you very generous, by the way. I am very generous in how I am with other people in my business and outside of my business. I love my team. And I love how I operate as a leader in my business. I could not say that to you even five years ago. Absolutely not. Okay, so wake up statement. You don't have to fight like a man. Instead, value yourself and make choices in alignment with your goals that aren't based in sacrifice, struggle, or pain. And again, you need help. You can email business at tracycrossley.com 
And like I said, you can look at the programs or you can talk to somebody on my team about the programs or you can set up a consultation with me, okay? You have a right to empowerment. You have a right to feel empowered. It really will take courage and time to shift your perspective to one of seeking your own wisdom and changing your part of the world. To come together with other women who are trusting themselves and not moving through in competition, but in wisdom, you will be the game changer. I believe in you. I probably believe in anybody who's listening more than you believe in yourself. And we've got to get you to believe in yourself as much as I believe in you. Okay, so where to find me? You can go to tracycrossley.com. Everything is there and it's Tracy with no E. And you know what? This has been fabulous. I've enjoyed it. Y'all take care and I will be talking at you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Power of Me. For more information or to learn about Tracy's programs, please email business at tracycrossley.com. That's business at tracycrossley.com.